Welcome to the T by Three, where you can get the T with us three. My name is Tyrese. I'm Soy. I'm Key. And today's topic is college in a pandemic with chamomile tea as our tea of the night. Mugs up. Basically, throughout 2020, we just stayed at home, you know, because of the pandemic. But um, before we went home, a lot of us was on campus or about to start spring break. So I wanted to talk about how it was for y'all, you know, before and during the pandemic in college. Did you guys know the severity of the virus prior to us having to go home? Hmm. I think I would say that I was aware of the severity, but I wasn't taking it seriously. Makes sense. Like, I was well aware that, like, because people, I mean, I go to a PWI, so, and there's a lot of um, international students, such as Asians, and they usually be wearing masks anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, more people started wearing masks because, like, they had loosely said in the beginning that you should wear a mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was just, you know, going everywhere, being everywhere. And um, especially because the school was about to close because spring break was about to hit. So I was still going to class. I wasn't going to class. But um, I was still going to, like, the dining halls and, like, library and, like, crowded places but like I'll make sure that when I came back to my dorm the first thing I'll do is wash my hands because they said washing your hands was very important and like you know I would strip all my clothes which I usually do anyway so Mm -hmm. I don't touch anything but that was to the extent I took it seriously before you know I had to go yeah I mean for me when I was at my smaller college like no one took it seriously because we're like in the middle of nowhere so like Buffalo would have it worse than we would have it because there's nothing around us, like literally nothing besides like woods. So, what school did you go to again? Delhi. Um, before I transferred, but like it wasn't known, like no one was wearing masks, there wasn't like a bunch of procedures, they were just telling us that it's serious, and people were just not, we were laughing and stuff like in the auditorium while um one of the deans were talking but um it didn't really hit us until they said like we need to leave like we need to like go um they they told us that we should um we can leave and then come back and get our stuff if we want to but then after like people left already and left their stuff on campus um and it got worse we couldn't get it until like um i think may or july so, it was really bad. Mm. What about you, Key? For me, I mean, I knew about it. And, like, I honestly used to laugh and just, like, make jokes about it. Like, Corona, please come get me out of this hellhole. Not for real. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I guess I didn't. I really didn't take it seriously. And my school, my school didn't really talk about it. Like the um, administration, it was more of the professors. They were preparing for the worst case possible because obviously they had never taught in a pandemic before. Mm-hmm. And I remember in um, my Gen Bio two class, I think we had an exam, and she was just like, "Guys, I just want to let you know that you might have to take this exam at home because coronavirus is coming." And I'm just like, well, okay, that's fine. But then she was, then the next day in class, she was like, she was just telling us how serious it was, but I still wasn't taking it seriously because I just wasn't like, it didn't, it didn't really hit. I remember like a girl from Iran came to the city Mm -hmm. and like that happened. I was like, okay, they can contain it. They contained Ebola. Like what's what's the difference that's that yeah. was my type of mindset but in terms of my school they didn't really um they didn't really do anything it was more of the professors that are preparing for the worst case possible um but that's about it mm. how did um how did you guys find out that you had to leave campus bro bro bro, bro. i was not hype i didn't know <laughs> i was so ignorant i remember like i was constantly like i was Actually, we were all, like, on timing. Like, we were... I think it was you, Kiana, that was watching, like, Cuomo on, like, Facebook Live or something. Yeah, I was watching Governor Cuomo on Twitter. Yeah, and then you had first told me 
<laughs> I was like, word, I swear to God, I went all throughout the hall, like, guys, <laughs> going home, it's online, it's online, I was going all throughout my hall, like, oh my God, guys, we out, like, because I, I, Adric, he had told me about it being on Twitter, I went on Twitter, I watched it on Facebook Live, I was on the phone with my mother, I watched everything on my laptop, I was on time, as soon as Cuomo said, as soon as schools are closed, everything is online, I said, <laughs> bet and i got lit that night no funny i i got lit i celebrated spring break in the <laughs> responsible way <laughs> but that's how i found out <laughs> mm-hmm. for me i think i think at first i found out through tiktok i'm weak and then they because they were posting how governor cuomo said on live that SUNY schools are closing. I'm just like, there's no way. There's nowhere they're about no, to close. I really, all I really the didn't schools. feel like they were gonna close it. Like, no funny. Yeah. I thought they were just gonna like keep it open. Yeah. So when he said that, um, when they when I saw that, I was just like, okay. I went to Twitter. Then he kept on saying it. He was like, it's for real. So I texted my friends, and I'm just like, y'all. We about to go home because of Corona. Our wish has been granted, <laughs> and yeah, the basically. dummies, the dummies, <laughs> basically. But yeah. my at that point, my school still didn't say anything though. It yeah, was my like, professors mm-hmm. again. My professors were emailing. It's like they had it ready. Like I don't know, it was maybe a draft, but Not they draft. sent it that day, like later in the night, maybe around seven or eight. All classes are are canceled. Da da da. And then I had what was it? I had an exam the next day too. So I woke up late. I went to get my little lunch in my pajamas, and I was chilling that day because all classes were canceled. Every they told us to go home. Mm -hmm. And I remember my RA. He was basically he told us that we could come back after spring break. So I'm just like I don't want to stay home because. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I would probably get depressed if I stay home. Mm. And um, then they turned around and said, don't you dare come back. Yeah, and I'm just literally. like, what the heck? And I didn't move out. Like, a lot of people moved out. I remember seeing parents, like, yeah. come with, like, pickup trucks and stuff. And I was like, y'all bugging. Like, <laughs> I, was, I swear to God, I was arguing with my mom. I was like, I'm going back to Buffalo. I don't care what you're saying. I have my bus ticket. I'm going <laughs> back. Like, I don't care. My ticket is already booked. I'm going back. I'm not staying here. No. Not an option. Yeah. The first week being home, like, it was It was fine. It was it was fun. I made a TikTok with my family. Nah, it was because that was Thanksgiving break, so we were supposed to be home anyway. Thanksgiving no, break. Oh, I said Thanksgiving. I mean spring break, my fault. I'm crying. Well, I guess yeah, but even though the pandemic was getting really serious and I'm at home making TikToks with my father dancing, <laughs> like anyway, yeah. And then the week later, I guess we'll get into it. The week later we all ended up getting sick. Mm-hmm. so that was like a slap in the face here I am making fun of coronavirus then I all of a sudden I'm weak like I feel chained to my bed and I'm just like you just look so in my, no one knows I look I don't think anyone thought that but in my head I'm just like you look like an idiot making jokes after joke after <laughs> joke and you cannot even you can't even taste anything right now you look stupid that's how I felt <laughs> I was I was dead worried about you because I was like, oh no! Yeah, I was, I was like, damn! It was way too soon too. Like it was literally right after we came home. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yup, I didn't go anywhere. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I went to supermarket, so oh, I guess it was there waiting for me. I was waiting for you at the door. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um. Like, how was the transition from in-person classes to strictly online? Horrible. It was... Speak the truth. Horrible. Like, I'm and like I'm really not joking. Like, it was really bad. Because I... The funny thing is, I took an online course um, that semester before Corona. And I dropped it. I literally dropped it before everything happened and I was like yeah I can't do online work that's not for me and then 
this happened and it was like, oh, since you don't like it, we're going to make you do it anyway. <laughs> and then the whole semester, I barely went on my, like, I barely went on, um, like, the websites to do work. I didn't go on docs like that. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, I went on it the day, like, the day before or, like, the day of when it's due. Mm-hmm. But that's that's about it. Like, it was bad. And my grades dropped. Like, dropped. Same. For me, like, I I don't remember doing any work. I remember doing work <laughs> towards the end of the semester and after sem- the semester because, yeah. like, I had just had to make some stuff up. But during, like, it was hard. Not only because I was home, but, like, I had a family death, too. So it was just, like, mm-hmm. that made things even worse, like, I'm not, I can't focus on, I can't focus because I'm not in my room. I'm used to being in my room at Albany and I'm in the dining room, can't focus for nothing. Then I get this, I get this phone call, so-and-so, not phone call. My mother knocked on the door and basically, I think I had two quizzes that day and my mother knocked on the door, basically my grandmother died and I'm just like, there's no way this is happening right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had to email my professors. Thankfully, they were understanding because I, I think it was just because of the pandemic. Because usually they are sorry, they're bitches. But <laughs> they, the one of them, she was just like, she basically said this. She said, oh, okay, well, I'll open for you to do tomorrow. Sis, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just, it was hard. It was hard. There was yeah. just so much, there was so much death. That was the one thing that was getting to me. Mm-hmm. I, like, not only in my family, but like, everywhere on the news all your scenarios people dying like and having to go to school well not go to school having to watch lectures of these boring professors just made everything 10 times worse so I did what I could but at the same time like like this goes for parents I don't think they should have expected anyone to ace a class yeah accept this c plus and leave okay (laughs) thank you very much well in my case like i had started i we went down for spring break but i already have already booked my return ticket when i booked my you know to go ticket home like how he said that like that first week was like you know calm vibes for her not the whole time i was just arguing with my parents because i was like i can't be here i'm going back to buffalo i'm not staying here Uh, uh and um i ended up staying there for the month of for the rest of march because it happened like march 17th might be wrong mm-hmm. like that was around the time and i stayed there for the rest of the um month it seemed like forever and my sister mm-hmm. was in florida for her birthday with my dad and we both didn't want to be where we were at but my sister had a um had an apartment off campus mm-hmm. so we convinced our parents to let us go up <laughs> and go to <laughs> be in Buffalo because we could not be with them respectfully. It's just like yeah. we knew she was still in school. I was still in school. We knew that we were not going to get any work done in the environment that we were in. And I still went to Buffalo and I still wasn't able to do work because these <laughs> professors, I literally had a professor that would only put the slides up, like the lecture recording for 24 hours. And if he didn't see it by midnight, even if he had a life, even if he had trouble, she would not give it back to you. And I wow. feel like that's ridiculous. I feel like that's disrespectful because you don't know what, like, especially it just hit. You don't know what your students have to deal with. None exactly. of that. And the, like, communication between professors was bad. They didn't care. They still don't care this semester, but that's that's later. I was just, I yeah. was just so like in a depressive state of mind I, I, all i could do was watch netflix and look at blackboard pile up with the assignments was the workload for this semester easier like were you able to handle the semester better than you did last semester when everything went from person to online but this semester was like, strictly online it was a lot better because i guess i knew what to expect like i don't have to go to lectures i'm i'm on my timing but on the professor's schedule, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was a lot easier because I didn't have to participate. I don't, I don't like participating in class. It's like scares the living deal inside of me because I I hate being wrong. And being wrong in front of 300 students is my worst fear. <laughs> so 
that was a plus. Participation didn't really count. Um, but yeah, it it was easier. I the you could just do the work the way you want to do it. You didn't have to. Well, not everyone because some people had designated Zoom times. But I didn't yeah. have to wait until this day to go to class to learn. Like I could learn when I wanted to. That makes sense. But the downside of this semester, I don't know about you guys, but like for my biopsych class, because there were no in-person classes, no participation, she made 85% of our grade was yeah. based on the exams. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And you you have to get honestly 85 and above in order to maintain an A or even a B plus because it was just that that percentage alone is disgusting <laughs> why would you do that but that was really the only bad part about it other than that i i think that they should continue with online classes maybe Ooh. have a little a little in person class that you could go to but the fact that i got to learn when i felt like it perfect Mm. for me like he said it was easier mainly because um for spring semester we had to it was the same syllabus so like there were no changes or anything so we had to do the same work that was required if we were on campus compared to um the fall semester where we where it was based on online learning well i personally did worse this semester because let me tell y'all how fried my brain was okay <laughs> starting in the beginning of the semester mm-hmm. me and my best friend well Bree, maybe you guys will meet her maybe you won't but um we're both taking a biology class together along with the lab so our the state professor for both classes and the professor in the beginning she put like an outline of you know, when you're supposed to watch this lecture, when you're supposed to do this. And then for the lab portion, like each lab would be due like a certain week. So <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> until this week, finals week, you know, we realized that the lab had to do with the lecture. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, wow, well, wait, this really goes hand in hand with each other. Like, who would have thought? I really hate like today, honestly, but I realized that last week when I had to do lab number four, which was a cancer lab, and um, <laughs> the last slide for the class was cancer, and then they were asking me questions that I was like, how am I supposed to know the answer to this? And after I submitted the lab, I read the slides, and I was like, wow. I don't know. I think the way that professors handled this semester was different than the way they handled last semester, at least with UB they were more lenient last semester because everybody was transitioning. Mm-hmm. But I think after the summer, the professors thought they like, they big money. And <laughs> they just, like, I literally had to drop biocide because this professor was not <laughs> talking to me. Like, oh no. She literally put all, up all the work. And that's, the only that the only notification I ever got from her was from August thirty first. I think that's when I started class. Wow. And then she just put the due dates up, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do everything yourself. And I'm a hands on type of learner. I like to be. I don't like going to class, but I like going to class. So just not having the option at all really hurt me. But you know what? I know better. I know better now. I'm gonna. I'm going to use my one brain cell properly next semester and do better. Did quarantine during this pandemic treat you guys well? Uh, yes and no. Explain because thyself. I got to spend more time with my family. Like, that was good. But my sleep schedule has <laughs> sucked. Oh, yeah. I, I went to I went to bed at six a.m. this morning. Oh, I've like it's becoming a regular thing now, okay, and I that. genuinely think that it's because of how quarantine was. Like, I being home because okay, when we started college, obviously you only went home for break. So in my mind, it was almost like home equals no school yeah yeah so 
because I was home for so long, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm on break. But in reality, I'm behind in a lot of my classes. And it was just like, it was either sleep or work. I chose sleep most of the time, but it was just like, I was going to bed late and that sucked. And I I don't, I haven't recovered since, (laughs) but that was the only bad thing. I personally had a great time in quarantine. Like, I give this, like, I love this year. Um, nah, let me not. Um, actually, I did. I, I, I very much did enjoy this year. Because, um, <laughs> despite the whole people dying respectfully, like, of course it was sad. It was sad. And I thankfully didn't have anybody close to me that passed. But um, I know we're supposed to, like, leave people alone and not talk to people and, like, you know, quarantine and be by yourself. But I met so many people this year. It's crazy. <laughs> and, like, it's people that, like, I, I'm actually, like, happy that, like, I've met. Like, I, my roommate, love her, love her to pieces. Um, I got closer to some people that I used to talk to. Mm-hmm. Not saying no names, but um, <laughs> you know, met people, hung out with people. Like I basically work at Amazon because I met. I have so many friends from Amazon. Like all the friends that I made are older than me, anyway. But I just, and I was hanging out with them. I was as soon as the um restaurants opened up, I was out. I was out. I'm so I was out. But even when restaurants were open, like, we did takeout, we did picnics, we did cute little things, we had water balloon fights, we went out in the streets to park, did TikToks, I don't really do TikToks, but, you know, by force. And it was just, like, a (laughs) nice experience, like, I'm really happy with this year socially. But, um, Mm -hmm. the one thing that I did not like in quarantine was that, um, I didn't see my family. I mean, that was my choice, though, so I don't really feel too bad about it, because mm-hmm. I know that I couldn't be home, but, like, I'm used to seeing my family at, like, certain times of the year, and especially, like, not being home for Thanksgiving was rough for me, mm-hmm. but I had, I came, they came to see me in August for a little bit, and I went down for, like, three days in October, hopefully I can go back soon, but it was really hard just not being with my family, but I talked to them very often, so, 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020 didn't wasn't too bad, too bad. I'm weak. Socially, <laughs> socially, not academically. Academically, academically trash. But socially, I, it was lit. It was lit. Oof. It was. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I think I learned a lot about myself because. Um, so when I'm at home, it's just like me and my mom. Because my sister isn't. She doesn't live with us, and like my other siblings don't live with us. And um, most of my friends are not in the city except for Key, but, you know, quarantine. So we couldn't see each other often. So, um, like, I just learned a lot about myself because, obviously, um, being quarantined, you're just mostly by yourself. And I don't know. Like, I just, it was nice being alone. I mean, I'm always the one, I feel like, but it was just nice, like, not going outside and not interacting with people. Like, you learn a lot about yourself. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it was just, yeah, it was a good experience. I feel you. Like, I I enjoyed not having, like, the fact that I did I couldn't see people was a great excuse. Like, uh, it was <laughs> just, it was, it was nice. Like, like you said, having to stay inside like that's really not so bad I like being to myself anyway so it was just like like you gonna say no to a pandemic if I say I can't go like what the heck (laughs) but yeah and then like mm, socially I'm not really that much of a I, I I it's hard for me to make friends and stuff like that so that wasn't a plus to me in any way but I guess like I I, I wouldn't say I got closer, but my family got closer to our neighbor because we had, like, from he came to my birthday, I had, like, a small gathering with people that I knew that weren't doing dumb, you know, I'm going to say it, that people weren't <laughs> doing dumb shit, okay? I, I trust people that were there. Then, like, we had a 4th of July thing, and that was something else that, like, 
you could only really come if we knew that you weren't fooling around type thing so we like we were hanging out but it wasn't it wasn't irresponsibly and that was one yeah. thing i because i i know that th- those people weren't going anywhere but like my family might have been exposed at costco for all we know Mm-hmm. and so like you never know where you can get it so that yeah. was a major thing but yeah mm, was I irresponsible mm. what I'm not gonna speak on that mm. <laughs> yeah I don't wanna be hated respectfully <laughs> what was the worst part of being a full time college student during the pandemic well during the pandemic um I tried to find a job and I got a job but um it just didn't work out because like it was just the environment was not good like also like the social distancing was not like people were mad close to each other it was not like I don't know but I guess that would be the worst part for me because I had like when when quarantine happened, like a lot of jobs um, were not hiring and I was trying to find a job during that time and it was bad. Like I had to go outside and try to like find places who were hiring or like do it online. Um, yeah, you was on the streets for a minute. Yeah, just going to places and um, doing papers. But, you know, I guess it was a good experience, but it was also bad because it was just not it. I didn't even bother looking for a job. Like, I, okay, I did, but not really. It was because it was, like, this thing where you could, like, basically shop, do grocery shopping for people. And it was, it was still the, people were dying. Thousands of people were dying every day. But I still wanted a job because I'm tired of asking my mom for money, you know? Yeah. But I remember my dad was like, there's no way I'm letting you get a job right now and it things are the way they are yeah. so i really don't care if you have to ask me for money you know he's like that's great <laughs> see maybe this is kind of selfish but i was just like that's great but i still want my money though yeah that's the type of thing but i guess i should have been more considerate like you know stay your behind home because mm-hmm. there first of all there are people who can't even stay home because they have to work to provide for their family and yeah. two, there are people dying just for going outside to get their mail or something, you know? Yeah. So. Soy? Um, well, being a full-time college student was really hard because um, I started this fall semester with a job. And um, this is the first time. I don't say, um, yeah, this is the first time I was working, working while in college. Like, back mm-hmm. in high school, when we were taking college classes, I was working and doing high school. Pro- I don't think that's the same thing. But um, Yeah, it, it's not the same. It's not. And um, right before school started, I went from being, like, a regular associate to an assistant manager. So I had more hours, too, on top of that. And the fact that I had more bills on my plate, because my parents decided that they wanted me to become more independent. I didn't agree, but that was cool. It's cool. It's cool. Managing, managing. And um, it was just a lot to deal with. And I found myself, like, trying to work more than I cared about school, especially because, like, I there was not a designated time where I had to be out of class. Or, like, it was just, yeah. like, do it on your own. So I found myself, like, working more hours. And then when it would be time for exams, that's when I'll be like, I, I need these days off because I have an exam and I have to study you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to change that next semester, but like, I'm going to handle it better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still need, I, I still need the money. But school does come first. School does come first. Like, I, like, even though I say that, like, I ignored the work, I still did the work when it had to be due. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I was doing my notes every day. I was doing this and that. Like, I was reading everything every day. No, definitely not. And I had a lot of, um, like, anxiety because, like, I'm working. Like, my job was open throughout, like, the whole pandemic because, like, we're deemed essential workers. 
Mm-hmm. And people would like keep coming in without masks and like being dirty and like Yeah. And then I'll always have like that fear, especially like when I knew that like my mom was coming up. My mom was a little bit on the older side a little bit. So yeah. then I was like, what if I like have like I'm asymptomatic and like I have it and like mm-hmm. I give it to my sister. My sister has a weak immune system. I also have a weak immune system, but like I could be asymptomatic. <laughs> asymptomatic but like I give it to her or like I give it to somebody I'm working um I'm working with or I get it for somebody I'm working with like I literally just had a scare at work with one of the truck drivers that did the deliveries they (laughs) came in touched me touched my pen touched the bathroom handle touched the bathroom and then the next day when they um the next day the freaking company is getting email us saying oh that driver had corona you need to clean I'll be quarantined. <laughs> um, and, then we, and then we had to clean a whole store. Wow. But, I mean, yeah, I guess that's my stress and anxiety, being a student. Um, I have anxiety, too, but I always have anxiety, so it really wasn't anything <laughs> new. I think I coped better than, like, the first semester blues. <laughs> Freshman semester blues was, mm. but, like, this semester had blues, but Corona had a big part, and mm. academics too. Cause like yeah. you would try, so like you would want to do the work so bad, and like try to be productive, but you just can't. Like there's no motivation, and I'll feel so bad because like you guys would be texting about how you guys are doing work, and I'm just like I'm not doing mine, and it would just be so oh. sad. I would, I would, I low key felt like um a failure. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Moving on, um, what resources were available to you from the universities? I honestly really don't know any. Like, what do you mean resources? Like, in terms of, like, I guess academics like or... Health. Academics, mental health, I don't know, um, tutoring. I mean, in my school, they had tutoring online. Um, and they also had, um, like, mental health. Um, assistance online everything was online but other than that it was just yeah like everything was online there was nothing you can go on campus but most likely unless you live on campus they weren't gonna give you any assistance which is understandable but yeah I, I would like to say that we did have resources but like I felt like they were useless yeah I don't know about you guys, but, like, UB has, like, this counseling service. Mm-hmm. But the counseling service is dumb because they only let you get 10 sessions. Like, how do you measure somebody's wellness? Only 10? Sessions? Yes. After that, they recommend you to somebody else. I think that's because um, I have a friend that did it, and I think that's the way it was. But I, it could have changed, but I think that's so dumb. Yeah. And, um... A professor is just, just very useless. And I don't, whatever resources that they had available, they did not make very prominent. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. effective enough that you knew about it. Yeah. Like, it never stood out. Like, yeah, they would send emails about it time and time, time, like here and there, but like, not enough that like people did it and like recommended it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Would not recommend very good. Oh, SUNY Harvard. Don't come here. <laughs> Quote unquote Harvard. SUNY Harvard. At UA, um, I don't really know about the counseling services there because I've never been, but I know it's available. But they definitely push students to like talk about um, like stuff going on in their lives. And I think I remember like there was like a Zoom call, like a, a club where I think it was I think it was the charge club where like you just sit around with your peers well not obviously not physically but maybe on zoom and they would just talk about like stuff they're going through and like I guess be there for each other um but that was I feel like that was more of the student union pushing for that rather than the administration yeah because what they cared about more was uh not getting shut down because not getting shut getting shut down means no money and like i said before in our college experience podcast Mm -hmm. previously posted um 
they can't, it's a business. So they want your money. So if students, if a lot of students are getting sick, that means they have to shut down. If they shut down, they're losing money. They probably have to give you a refund. Either way, they're losing money. That's not what they want. But they didn't, I personally don't feel like my school cared for um, the students' well-beings. And I think there's like a, there's something going on with the student senate and um, everyone else at the university because there's this like drama of like overworking. Oh, I think it was either it's um, overworking the students that work at the campus center and underpaying them. Wow. So it, it, was, it was just a lot going on. So I personally feel like it was more the students caring for one another rather than the administration caring for one another. Mm. I mean, caring for the students, not one another. But um, yeah. what you said about um, like the student union and stuff like that, that actually made me remember. Like the clubs that are within you be like ASA, CSA, um, LASA, like SA, like Student Association, all of those, they provided more resources for like help than the university did. Mm. Like, especially because mm-hmm. it's like student to student, so it was personal and like they knew what was going on. They knew like firsthand what we were experiencing because they are students. So they yeah. tried to reach out, like they made like interactive programs so so people could come and talk. So like it still felt like we were, because like there was always activities going on in school. So they did their best to create that kind of environment still through Zoom, which was very appreciative. I mean, I didn't show up, but like I appreciated it. Yeah, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. So for um, spring twenty twenty, we were all dorming, so. Were refunds given for women board, like for your university? And if they did, how long after did they give you your refund? Um. Well, before I transferred, um, I went to Delhi and I was dorming, and they did give us back um the money, but it was. I think it was. It was kind of fast, honestly. I think it was in May, like, um, after everything was done, like, they gave us the money. But, um, yeah, they gave us um, the money for the room, like, the um, the meal plan, everything. There was no issues. Must be nice. <laughs> UA was playing games. I like I'm in the there's like there's a ooh, there's a UA 2023 group chat right mm-hmm. and people were saying oh I got my refund but it was only a hundred dollars <laughs> I'm like listen listen they better not play me they can't they can't do that so I was just like let me just wait my turn months passed by I moved out in April July I got my refund back I July and I mean, I'm thankful that I got the money that I got back. But at the same time, like, what took y'all so long? Yeah. Like, were you going alphabetically? What, what, was, <laughs> what, what was going on? I mean, it was just nonsense. And they, I guess, it was, I guess it was because we were in a pandemic and they just had to navigate differently, I guess. So like they they weren't even available to talk sometimes. And I'm just like, bro, I'm about to go in into fall twenty twenty. I would like to know certain things. And it's just like why is everyone acting brand new? Like <laughs> it should literally be the same financial information, just I guess a little bit more because like some uh some of some people got reduced tuition. Yeah. And like that's it. Like they're making it ten times harder than it should have been. Yeah. In terms of refunds and uh and whatever. But I got I got mine back for my room and my meal plan. I thought I wasn't because it was July and I go to school the next month. What type of nonsense is that? <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, I wish I could tell you that I really don't remember if I got a refund. I think I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> Did I? I think I did. I think it was like a thousand or something. Because all I remember was it being taken away from me. So it was not like, <laughs> like I got to keep that, John, you know. 
Yeah. Like my dad just like took it and did whatever with it because he was like, yeah, it's mine now. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. Now that's cute. But I think they did take a while. But um, what they did, they did a HIPAA. That was like a um yeah. They had some email. It was like a coronavirus relief fund, and I think they gave me like. Where did that six hundred dollars go? Mm-mm. I'm weak. <sighs> they had given me money. I think it was after like the whole stimulus thing. It was like towards. It was like during the summer. Yeah. But I still think that was like. I think I got like seven hundred, something like that. Yeah. But still, it wasn't for me. Yeah. It just went. I was taking summer classes, so like all the money that they gave back to me, it just went straight to my summer class. But mm. let me talk about the on um, the meal plan. They did not re- reimburse me for the meal plan because <laughs> they had said that they were gonna have everything roll over to next semester. Did not happen. Did not happen. And I want to know where it is because I tried. I looked so dumb in the lobby trying to use my card to get money from the vending machine. And I was like, at eh, not sufficient funds. Like, that's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> but, yeah, but they took a, they did take a minute to, to send that. There was something called the CARE Act, I believe, that were for SUNY students. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but I know it was like, I guess it was, it was supposed to be like for times like this. Yeah, it was similar where... to what So was saying about like the, the, like they give you money, thing? yeah. Oh, okay. Because I my school also had that, and I also got money back from that. So. I bet you bought stuff from ASOS with it. I. Stop exposing me. Anyways, um, during the pandemic, there were a lot of situations um, and events that happened, um, such as Black Lives Matter. Um, and also people were confused as to whether or not schools were going to start or not, or like when are people going to go back to campus? So like, what were your college's responses to those type of stuff? So for BLM, right? Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember Mm -hmm. like everything that was said, but I remember them sending out an email, um, about saying like, we stand with our black students and da 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 and I like <laughs> this might sound me, but like I was just, like okay, and I closed my email. Like <laughs> I, I, it's great, but I guess okay, I guess it's nice to know that your your uh, university stands with you, but at the same time, like I, I just I was like okay, and that was yeah. that. Like I not that it wasn't necessary, but it was just like all right. It was lackluster. I guess. I just personally didn't care, though. That was the <laughs> thing. Like, I feel like, okay, if it were our governor, like, of the state or something, I would care. But it's the university. Like, I feel yeah. like at the end of the day, they're going to still do what they're going to do, no matter what they say. Yeah. So I really, I didn't, like, it didn't make me breathe better or <laughs> make me go to sleep better at night. I was just like, all right that's nice like i mean i'd hope you guys would stand with your black students considering you have a fairly you have a decent amount of black students that attend your school like some people refer to ua as the hbc of suny yeah, so it's just like very... i'd hope that you stand with your black students but great that you do like am i supposed to give you a cookie because you do yeah like, that's that what oh go ahead oh um well for my my old school it was very um it was lacking. The response was horrible. Like, <laughs> every, like, first of all, first of all, first of all, um, we had a professor that was very um, problematic in our school um, before, before even, like, the situation um, and the pandemic happened. And um, he went to a Black Lives Matter protest, and he protested against um, the protest, um, saying that um, Black Lives Matter leads to more Black people being killed. And um, a lot of students 
were outraged and we all like most of us um we had to like sign petitions from the gallup school and all of that and we had to go to the president period and you had to go to the president and like email him and stuff and literally the president's email and like the instagram email like um response was the same like no difference it was all the same and then like um, they posted something on their Instagram after, like, the whole situation happened, and it wasn't even directed towards, like, Black Lives Matter or anything. It was only about, like, the pandemic, which is fine, but it's just, it's like, they were, I guess they were, like, tone deaf or something. Like, we, we were telling them about these issues, and they really did not care. Um, so, yeah, like, it was just bad, bad, like. I remember reading that, like, because there was a picture of the of the professor standing with the um with the poster. Yeah. I remember reading it, and it literally did not make any sense to me. <laughs> like, not not because of his stance, but like the sentence did not make sense to me. So I was just like, like, huh? And the crazy like- <laughs> the crazy thing is, like, I had him for that semester, which made it even worse. Like, it was mm. bad, but yeah, like. If your school does that, transfer, honestly. Wait, is was that the class with Twix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, Twix. Cool. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, Soy, I don't remember if you spoke. Oh, I didn't. I was like, yeah. But um, <laughs> when you be first, they sent out, like, at least two or three emails, right? First email, they was not taking a stance. They were very much general. They were very much, oh, da 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 not being, like, very clearly stating. They did not very clearly state that they was on timing with BLM. Yeah. They, they were acknowledging the events, but they weren't, like, taking a stance. And I yeah. stand for that. So me and my best friend, we was in people's emails. We were like, who do we need to talk to about addressing this? Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Like, I was on the phone with somebody because um, around that time, they had people going around calling students to see if they needed help with anything, wellness checks, whatever. Which I thought was kind of cute or whatever. But, you know, so much was so trash. And I was like, no, nah, who are I need to talk to? Like, I was getting everybody email. I got the, um, the, like, I was going deep into emails and I sent them to my best friend who was emailing people, like, hello, y'all tone deaf or something? Like, Exactly. So what's y'all stance? I, I don't. I think my president's Indian. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so random. Um, that's really random, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the president of UB looks like, but like the following emails, they kept talking about it more, and then they had. I don't even think they fully put a stance on like where they stood, but they started doing the stupid thing of having like council meetings of like oh talking about prejudice and racism oh yeah (laughs) and how um to take a class this is why we take cultural diverse classes so this that and the third i'm like shut up i think i think i think one of them i think but i don't know i think that's really stupid for them to say like that's why we have cultural diversity classes because a lot of students who are taking those classes are taking it for credit and not to learn exactly so like what like you okay i shouldn't judge but a lot of the caucasian people that i see who take africana studies or majoring africana studies um, okay, so yeah, a lot of the Caucasian people that I see take Africana studies, they genuinely, they have like a, they have a savior complex. Yeah. And they're not there to learn. They're, I don't, I hope this doesn't sound stupid or ignorant. Like they're, they're there to impose their, their, I'm not racist. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Not because they actually want to learn. That goes for cultural diversity class, classes caribbean studies anything like yeah like it just like it's kind of weird for you be to say that because you that goes for any class you think i want to take an informatics class if i'm a psych major like (laughs) that doesn't like why that sorry that just didn't make sense to me yeah but that's not to say that there aren't people who don't want to learn about different cultures at all it's just that there are some people who are doing it 
for recognition like oh look at me i took this class yeah or just for the credit um in terms of like plans to start school how did these dumb schools get Hmm. their stuff together in order to tell their students oh i'm sorry i was gonna continue um (laughs) since i reacted um (laughs) juby took a minute to get their house together honestly but like they swore up and down that they were sanitizing everything they were cleaning everything hair sanitizer stations everywhere and all that foolishness and um if you had in-person classes I think it was, like, max 20 or 30 people that could be in it. And it was, like, in a really big lecture hall, so people wouldn't be on top of each other. But, um, I don't... And then, they're so dumb. Like, they changed so many things that was unnecessary. Like, I mean, I wasn't on campus, so I didn't really experience this as as often. But, like, the meal plans, they changed the amount of money the meal plan was worth. And then they said that you couldn't use two meals at a time. So, it just made a lot more stuff complicated. And then the times... And then this whole ordering takeout thing two hours or an hour in advance. So a lot of, whole lot of, but like if all the rev- all the reservations were taken wow. out, then he was out of luck for that restaurant or whatever for the day. And they closed, like a lot of the um, food places were closed. Wow. Because they don't want to open them up. For UA, um, they were like, it was always, it was probably a month before I had to move in. Um, they finally said, yes, students can move in. But before that, I was like, maybe you guys can't. Maybe <laughs> you guys can't. We don't know. Yeah. So you're not going to know either. Like, it was always a little tease, I feel like. Are we getting an email that said, res life? No information. <laughs> None. You guys sent the same email last month. Give me something. If you're going to say the same thing over and over again, just don't send the email. Period. Just don't. Like, I, I it had to be late July, I found out. I'm not sure. But it was definitely later on before I moved in that I'm just like, what the heck? That's just weird. And then I think it was I actually got my suite mate assignment before they announced <laughs> that we can move back in. So I'm just like, okay, so I guess I'm moving in because I have a suite mate now. Mm. But the food Thankfully, it wasn't like Buffalo. Um, yes, the Get app. We had an app too. It was called Get, and yes, we love that. And app. then you can, um, like, it was it was calm. Every every restaurant that was open, your food would be ready in like ten minutes max. Mm. It was just so good. <laughs> like I, I'm mad that I found out about it towards the end of this. Well, towards me leaving. Because I would be in bed chilling. I would be in bed chilling. <laughs> and then, like, I would just order my food. There was this place called Fountain Grill Breakfast, and they had breakfast until, like, 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I would order my blueberry pancakes in an omelet, get ready. They're like, oh, your order is ready. I walk over there, mind my business, and get my food. That was great. I loved every minute of that. <laughs> Well, I guess the question I have is, like, the dining hall ended up closing because they said that not enough students were um, eating from there. And I'm just like, That's- I understand that. But at the same time, you have to realize that you have to open up options yeah. for students. Like, I guess I guess for the workers, it, would, it probably was better. But I just feel like for your students, not to say that the workers aren't priority, but I feel like your students are top priority. Mm-hmm you should have just held it open. I mean, it's not like it was busy in there 24-7. It really wasn't. So I, it was just, uh, whatever. But <laughs> when they s- transitioned and put everything in the campus center, it was hell. It was pure hell. Because there would be long lines to get a salad, long lines for Starbucks and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'd rather starve than stand on this line. I'd really I mean... rather starve. Because by the time you get to where you want, oh, we don't have chicken, we don't have lettuce, we don't have this, we don't have that. So I'm just like, you know what? I can <laughs> just go to my room and eat some cheese and crackers, okay? Because I refuse to stand on this stupid line just for me to get to the front, and y'all don't have anything that I want, so. <laughs> I'm weak. Yeah. Since I'm a transfer, I don't really know 
the campus like that fully yet, but I know, like, I applied to for the housing, but I didn't go, you know, due to personal reasons and, you know, corona. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, Stony was basically, like, showing how much they changed, like, the stuff, you, you know, like, the social, to make it socially distanced, if that makes sense, for the virus. And then, like, for dining halls, they closed some, but I didn't, I don't think much really changed it was just mostly like the library and like some spots but everything else was pretty much the same um but yeah like there wasn't there wasn't really much of a change besides maybe like obviously the housing like you can't do certain things you can't bring in certain guests and all of that but besides that everything was the same like like what key said before they didn't say if we can but the thing with Stony Brook, like, we have a lot of international students, so it was going to be open for international students if they needed it. But for, like, people who are from, like, America or in the state, it was iffy. That's that's about it for Stony. That I could say, but, yeah. So, in terms of the living situations for fall 2020, mm-hmm. well, I'm the only one who lived there, who lived on campus. Yeah. Um, like, uh, what were, what, oof, what precautions are taken? And like, like, tell me about, well, I guess I'm not tell me, I'm, I guess, am I talking to myself? I guess. <laughs> I could I'll just talk about be, like, um, even though I wasn't on campus, like just how stuff was. Like, are you friends and like real on campus? Okay. But, um, when everybody first came, like, you have to wear masks everywhere, even in common areas, like the lounges and stuff like that. Even in the bathroom, have to wear your masks, especially if you have like the communal bathrooms. And um, the RAs were told to literally report anyone that didn't live on their floor that was on their floor. But that kind of didn't work out because most of the RAs yeah. didn't care and wasn't abiding by those rules themselves. And um, like for example, Bree's building, she lived in um. Well, in the building she lived in, her floor was the only floor in that particular building that had a kitchen. <laughs> so other people from other floors would have to come onto her floor to use the kitchen. So it was just kind of like a lost cause. Mm-hmm. And um, the dining halls were open, but not a lot of people used it because dining hall, dining hall food is nasty or whatever. And I think a lot of kids just starved, honestly, <laughs> or spent their own money on like overeat. Mm-hmm. for ua um moving in like you couldn't move in the same day as your roommate mm. uh, so my roommate moved in before me um and that moved in after obviously and then obviously you have to wear your mask everywhere thankfully i had a suite so my bathroom and shower were uh they were in the suite so i was just sharing it with my roommate and my suite mate um but other than that, I can't. Remember. Oh, the we had lounge areas on our floor, and obviously, like usually, they could be twenty people in there if you wanted to. But now, depending on the size, they have these papers on the window that tell you like how many people can be in there. Some most of the time is three now, um, but depending on the size, the most I've seen was ten maybe. But it's it was pretty normal it's just that it wasn't as busy like not a lot of people came back to campus mm-hmm. um the two reasons why people probably came back to campus well three actually they're freshmen they wanted to party or they had in-person classes those are the main three reasons mm-hmm. i do not fit any of those i literally wanted to come back because i could not stay home <laughs> that was my reason um but other than that, like, you just had to wear your mask in the laundry room. You had to wear your mask putting out garbage. Everything, you had to put a mask on. Some people, ooh, I have a story time for y'all. <laughs> so it was the fire alarm. I think I told you about this, but I it was a fire alarm that went off. They always have these stupid drills. And right now, because, you know, we're in a panty or whatever, we have to wear our masks. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. This girl comes out, no mask. And so 
the people the people coordinating the fire drill they're like ma'am you have to put a mask on she was like why do i have to put a mask on there's no pandemic anyway so what and she stormed off what? <laughs> i was like there's no way these people can be real <laughs> like what are you talking about there's no pandemic she's <laughs> And then, and then, let me not forget, she said masks don't work. I'm weak. I'm just like, shorty, girl, you... Mm. She said the pandemic was assimilation. <laughs> because there weren't a lot of people, I didn't see a lot of people. Mm. So, and I don't really, I don't really like seeing people that much. <laughs> so, like... If I'm walking to the CC and, like, I'm not passing a group of people, like, it felt so good. Like, there was just something about not being around people that was just amazing. And the fact that no one saw my face, too? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love a good mask. I'm sorry. (laughs) I love masks. Like, the combination of headphones and masks, magnificent. Oof. I don't like it. It's so good. That's it for today's episode. Um, make sure you get, get a refill. That's what it says. Um, well, y'all can certainly, period. <laughs> make sure. They can certainly get a refill. Anyways, <laughs> make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, you know, at the T by 3. 7 p.m. Um, make sure to tune in and next sure- week. Ooh. And make sure to listen to our previous podcast. One before this was a review uh, review podcast on his house. Before that was relationships featuring the lovely Leroy and so on. So please, you know, if you listen to this one, why don't you go back and listen to the others? Like, why not? And on top of that, if you're listening to us on, uh, what's it called? Either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Why not subscribe? We're already about here. What we talk about. Just Let's do have it, a conversation. You know? yeah. That's it. Agree. Have questions. Yes. Yes. What do you all want to hear us talk about? And also suggest topics too. 